0: well good morning everyone my name is brian and today is monday january 29th 2024 and this is episode 621 of the lots project podcast and it is titled what about the roads and i'll be chatting about these tennessee roads and uh, what we have in store more ups updates some possible sunshine in the forecast and a bunch more But first, let's check in with the coffee crew in the live chat. See who's hanging out. Grab a cup and hang out for about an hour. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Jim. How are we doing? Thanks for swinging in. Rachel, Rewilder Life, made it. Good morning. Good morning. Hope everything is good and you had a good weekend. Hanging laundry, dropping in. Nice to see you. Gingerbread Farms in first. And uh, a little bit about uh, one of my topics this morning. And Marodes, Jim says Marodes. yep, yep. Um, Rachel says she's dressed up, she put earrings in today for work. Um, What's going on at work today, Rachel? (laughs) Good morning, Pip. Happy Monday to you and all the humans also. Good morning, good morning. Uh, What is in the cup on this Monday morning? I am finishing up that bag of... um, Finishing up the bag of breakfast blend. I mean, not much I can say about it. Not much I can say about it. Um, let's see. We uh, I had it over the weekend. I had plenty of it. And all I could think about when I was sipping it was. Um, why more people aren't going to foodforestfarms.com and, and ordering that, but definitely, um, definitely easier to buy easier to buy coffee on the site now from uh, from Brian over at Food Forest Farms I swung by this weekend and, uh, and man those those buy now buttons are definitely the easy button to uh, to get in some awesome coffee so check it out if you get a chance he updated that last week and we're doing a little test run to see how it goes and if it's better or worse seems to be working a little better Good morning K bonk how we doing? Rewilder says, still recovering from the crud, so caffeine plus Sudafed in that... Did that make you put earrings on? (laughs) The caffeine plus the Sudafed equals Rachel wears earrings. (laughs) That's perfect. That's perfect. That's perfect. Oh, man. What do we have for today? Today, we're talking roads. We're talking UPS, which... I maybe has something to do with the roads, um, weather forecast. The weather had definitely has something to do with the roads, but man, Corey and I were out walking the dogs all weekend as we always do twice a day, every day. Um, and we've been noticing something out here on our road and it, uh, it all of a sudden clicked. It all of a sudden clicked, um, as much as Tennessee isn't set up and, um, set up and able to handle the uh, the snow the eight inches of snow we got and the following ice that was uh incapacitated the state for over a week they their infrastructure is definitely definitely not um not able to handle that and the roads the especially the side roads right now are you can you can see them they look like shitty parking lots in minnesota in the spring uh you know the ones that either are people are letting them go to dirt or they're going to be redone real soon but um super soft all cracked up uh the macadam and everything is just uh ready to crumble and really on the edge of this road here um that we're on i think if I took a tape measure out, we're probably losing already about 18 to 24 inches off the edge of uh, of some of the spots on the road, like two feet out of the total width of the road. And it won't stop. It'll just keep going. Um, I, I've talked earlier this summer about the road patch crew that does this road and how um, how how competent they are at their job. Uh, I can only imagine what's going to happen here. And this is only the one, um, only the one road that I've seen so far and noticed. So hmm. Bonk says eight inches. Yeah. <laughs> Took eight inches and we liked it. <laughs> uh Rewilder says earrings are for my mental health. I need to look good. need to look good to feel good. I'm not sure. <laughs> I get you I get you I hear you uh, and Hagar laundry agrees she wears earrings every time she goes to town too uh, and she nails it. Why bother with infrastructure when we have wars to fight? I mean there is that there is that Well who are we fighting now? we're are we are we still are we still fighting the ukraine or russia or did we fight the ukraine no we helped ukraine um are we still sending ukraine money to fight russia uh are we fighting israel or no we send israel money are we sending israel more money are we? Oh, yeah. Chris Dixon. He says it. we're fighting ourselves. We're going to fight Texas now. <laughs> we didn't have we didn't have enough bullshit going on. Now we're going to fight Texas. <laughs> Good morning, Chris Dixon. How we doing? And Digger. Thanks for swinging in. Oh, man. Yeah, I've been seeing some of that. Uh... <laughs> Communists versus the free world those damn commies if we don't if we don't go kill people the commies are going to take over everything we send everyone money but us not anymore not anymore k we're, we're gonna we're gonna fight ourselves do we get to send ourselves aid if we blow ourselves up do we get to send ourselves aid to rebuild ourselves is Texas ever going to secede? No. Can you imagine? <laughs> I know they get all whipped up about this every every couple years, every year, every couple years, every 3 or 4 years, but can 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 you really can you really run the mental exercise of what would happen if Texas seceded? Like I don't know. It obviously can happen. I mean, the Soviet Union broke up, and they broke up into states smaller than Texas. Um, nations, I guess, smaller than Texas. But um, I, can can you imagine how that would go? Yeah. Um, <sighs> Jim, Jim, Jim forgot to put his hearing aids in this morning and he says he doesn't think you can get aids from blowing yourself. <laughs> I mean, if you get aids from blowing yourself, I'm pretty sure you already have it. <laughs> Hang a laundry wonders if San Francisco will secede. San Francisco is only going to secede when it falls off California in, a, or in an area earthquake or something. <laughs> rewilder says she wants to vote for sending send me me send me my tax dollars back and i'll build a fence around my place <laughs> good morning hunter swung in at the right swung in at the right time talking about uh uh transference of um infectious diseases <laughs> in texas in texas for sure so so definitely pertinent to you (laughs) i i love that i saw that meme chris dixon chris dixon says uh chris dixon (laughs) i saw this meme this weekend i had to post it actually uh texas secedes and now the u.s has a sovereign nation with a desert oil and plenty of brown people within throwing distance to invade Oh, they're just waiting for him to sign the papers and we'll just roll in. It'll be like, uh, it'll be like Kuwait in the nineties. <laughs> oh man. Oh man. This is kind of going sideways already. Already This morning I got Jim talking about AIDS and self fellatio. Um, <laughs> Chris Dixon's talking about blowing up Brown people. <laughs> Monday morning on the Lost Project Podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. <laughs> K-Bog wants to know if we get to keep the oil. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. <laughs> we're going to set it on fire. No, we're going to blow up the oil wells and set it on fire because that's their main source of income. I don't know. Oh, man. Oh, how was everybody's weekend? <laughs> Lots going on in the world. Hey, we got an election this year, guys. Most important election of your lifetime, for sure. So make sure you get out and vote. It could be the difference between Texas seceding and not or something. <laughs> yeah, let me get on the, the let me get on to this list. Anyway, the road's the roads here are about to crumble. Um, they're super, they're super soft, very, very soft, uh, underneath be- be- between all the, between all the rain, the snow, the freeze, the melt, the, the following rain after it, um, it's heaving the roads. They're super soft. Like Corey and I walked down the, um, there, uh we walk down the road, and you can feel the pavement, the macadam, or what blacktop or whatever it is, squishing under your feet. And you're like, um, "One car drives down this, and it's just going to, um, <laughs> just going to crumble off to the side. It's going to just, it, it, I, I don't see it faring well." We do have a week of very, very little chance of rain this week. We're going to get sun. We're going to get some wind, some partly sunny days. And I'm wondering if it'll dry up underneath the roads. But I think right now, under the majority of the roads, it is just um, it's just soup. And they're not they're not made for it. I don't know if they don't have the drainage. I don't know if it was um, was the frost coming out and it just saturated all that that soil underneath that sub layer. I know in in Minnesota they kind of build the roads to handle that. Obviously, it happens every year, and it's still it's still hard to keep up with. I mean, there's always that constant that constant um, that constant repair cycle. Uh, I don't know here. I don't know uh, the way it's looking at. Um, hanging Laundry says, why are they that way? I don't know. I don't know if it's they. Um, I don't know if they're just not, if they're built different. <laughs> Chris Nixon says, did Tennessee think of anything when they built it? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm I not abreast of road building techniques i have to assume that the roads in in florida are built different than the roads in minnesota and the roads in in oregon are built different than the roads in in texas i i have to assume that it, it costs more to build roads that was with stand frost and heaving and all of that but Corey brought up a good point this weekend how in 2024 haven't we built roads that don't need to be repaired? Is there not a material out there? Is there not a cost-effective material out there uh, that could be laid down for people to drive on? Or would that would that take away the roads argument? Chris Dixon says, can someone call the Roman Empire? Yes. Call the Roman Empire. Michael Sparks, good morning. Hanging out over on Facebook. Lots of clay in the soil here. Once it gets saturated, it's very squishy. You, I mean, that's great and all, but there is definitely a way to put a sub layer under a road, at least one. I don't know. (laughs) um rewilder says so you're saying you need to be able to maintain your road if you want to get out and they don't want that jobs taxes yeah um gingerbread says if they actually fix the road what would the road crews do next year very true very true very true uh good morning pickle pete thanks for mentioning uh morning crew only two thumbs up on youtube what the what the (laughs) do we have K Bonk was wondering: do we have a resident geologist in the in the morning crew crowd? Is there a geologist in the crowd that we can figure out how to make roads? Um. Hunter says quality, quantity, and cheap. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh. Yeah. I mean, I I'm not uh, I'm not surprised. Like there has to be there has to be there has to be a material out there and a method of construction that's both cheap enough um in the long term in the long term that um that would last but not break the bank installing it with something underneath the material to keep it from from um from going sideways i don't know i don't know pickle P says nick zentner nick zentner is the best geology channel but does he talk about roads <laughs> <laughs> chris dixon nails it classic just a bunch of old farts sitting around drinking coffee trying to solve the world's issues without touching a shovel that is either that either describes the the managers on a job site or the old 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 guys at mcdonald's every morning oh man Man, yeah. I don't know. They're never gonna fix it. They're never gonna fix it. Uh, Rachel says Michigan hasn't fixed figured it out either, but we can't even fix the water in Flint. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um maybe if they mix some of that lead water in with the asphalt, it'll work better. <laughs> yeah, so Corey brought that. She posed that to me. Like she's like, Why haven't why haven't we made roads that um that would last? at all uh i know that when we were in minnesota they had a testing area on um it was highway 94 94 90 one of those one of those um that had a section that they could close it was like um you would come up the highway and then it would split but all in one direction so two lanes went and then they came back together and it was for testing paint, I think, rumble strips, things like that. And I'm like, well, maybe we should just uh, test surfaces and make something a little better. Oh, uh, man, man. <laughs> so anyway, that was uh, that was one of the topics of the discussion this weekend. Um, another one that was uh, in, uh, imminent imminent um, on Friday must have been Friday. I noticed it. Um, I was changing out the toilet and went out the bathroom door. Took the toilet out the bathroom door. We take I take it out. I just take it all outside to change it, clean it, everything, uh, and then bring it back in. And the way the the campers set up, uh, we have the back door. So we have two doors in our camper. The front one comes into like the the kitchen area, the main room. And the back door goes into the bathroom and we use that for like a dog corral, excuse me, excuse me. Jesus, Uh, my comments, my comments got stuck and I'm like scrolling through these over here and I can't even, I can't even, um, read some of them. Anyway, uh the back door goes into the bathroom of the camper and so we used it we use it as kind of like a corral uh like a loading state uh, staging area for the dogs, especially when we're letting one out at a time. We'll put the one dog in the bathroom, uh shut the door, so like we're shut in the tiny little camper bathroom with the t- huge dog. We put their collar on, we put their leash on, then we open the outside door. And we have the steps, the old school camper steps, the metal ones that kind of fold up under the camper and fold out. And we put a dog ramp on the top step down to the ground. So the dogs don't have to do the steps bad for their back, cut their feet, blah, 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 whatever. So we use that uh, for them. They don't go in the front door. When we went out to... Seattle, uh, when we went out to Squatch Fest and saw Brian out in Washington, uh, on the way back the front door, I went out in the morning to, uh, to take a piss. I walked out of the camper and I stepped on the steps and they broke, like they had rusted through. So this was now like three years ago, three ish years ago. Um, when I stepped on the top, it like, half of it broke and it just went sideways and I went tumbling down into the parking lot um, we had to kind of nurse it home we were on our we were on the road uh, we nursed it home I ended up taking those steps off and replaced them with aftermarket lippert uh, fold down solid steps they're they're fantastic highly recommend them made a couple of videos did a one-year review of them uh, I really really like them well on Friday when I was bringing the, the toilet back in, I stepped. So with the ramp, Corey and I would use the steps on the side of the ramp. Like the dogs would run up the ramp and then we would use the, the, um, the handrail that's on the side of the camper and climb up the edge of the steps and, and go in. So we didn't have to go up the ramp. Well, I stepped on the, I stepped on the steps and they like jostled, and i was like what just happened and i was thinking maybe they got they got pushed up a little bit they got like seated in to where they would fold in but not all the way and when i stepped on them they just reseated back to where they were open <coughs> so i kept looking at it uh and man the same thing happened to these steps as the last ones and basically the little there's a on the side of the frame of the steps So there's a a box that they sit in that they fold into when you put them away. And then there's a little pipe nub on each side that rides in a channel. And that, that kind of guides it all the way in and it stops it. And that's what, uh, what the lock kind of holds shut. But when you open it up, they ride through the, the glide, the ride through the channel, they get to the thing. And then this is what holds the weight of the steps when they're suspended. Well, after 10 years, after 10 years um, of just wear and tear and abuse and going down the road and sitting and, um, you know, hundreds and hundreds of pounds going down that thing on a daily basis with the dog ramp and and us in and out of it multiple times a day. Well, this one finally gave way. Um, It is partially partially rusted through um we found that if we use the ramp only it distributes the weight better to the top step and the ground and so we ordered another set of aftermarket steps they're on the way but uh, they're not going to be here till thursday so fingers crossed that for the whole week uh, we'll still be able to use that back door until the new steps come in, and I can get those put in. Super easy to install uh, if they're the same as the last ones. But uh, yeah, at least I didn't take a take a running tumble out into uh, out into a parking lot in this one. I noticed it before it actually completely snapped off, because I don't know really. It would be a, a, a an interesting couple days if those steps broke and we had to use the front steps. And as I'm looking at it, as I'm thinking of the logistics and the difference in the steps compared to what's there and what's not, I'm curious how the ramp will work with the new type of steps. We've uh, we've really set everything up and set, uh, set the ramp up and how we secure it and all of that based on the other style of steps. So I'm curious. We'll see how it goes. They might just sit right in there. I don't think right now we ratchet strap the ratchet strap the ramp to the top step and it works great i don't know if we'll be able to do that because there's like sidewalls on these steps and um hmm. yeah it'll be interesting it'll be interesting to figure out the steps are wider they uh, they don't bounce they like actually have ground contact where old you probably seen the other old uh, RV style they kind of just like suspended and when you get out the whole camper kind of bounces the steps bounce these actually ground contact it's another point of contact we were really happy when we got the front ones and saw how much more stable the camper was when we put those steps out it just adds another uh, another, another stability point there and now with two sets of them it'll be nice but we didn't want to pull those other steps out when um, when we didn't need to when they were still working it's like 400 bucks for the steps. So <laughs> expensive. Uh, and the weird part is the, th- these new steps that we like so much are relatively close to price of the other style. Like if I wanted to replace them with the exact same style, we're looking like a hundred dollars less, maybe $150 less. And the, the benefit to putting the new ones in is, is, is phenomenal. So new steps coming in uh, at the end of the week, hopefully, hopefully. I can't say that. I can't say that they'll be here on Thursday. Amazon says that they'll be here on Thursday. But another thing on my list here to talk about is UPS is has uh, is off the rails right now in Tennessee. Um I have I have 6 packages in the wind right now. They are Out for delivery every day since last Wednesday, last Tuesday, something like that. Um, They were supposed to start arriving last Tuesday. I was supposed to get something like Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, uh, and everything is out for delivery every day. And at the end of the day, it says delayed, delayed. I'm like, okay, what's going on? (coughs) I I know the whole state was shut down for a week. But what what is what is going on? And through the power of Facebook and through the power of Facebook groups, it sounds like I've heard the same thing is going on. Um, um, I I heard that it was going on in the whole general area, and so somebody said. Pickle P says USPS priority for the win. Yeah, that didn't work either. That was five days in transit too. It's five days in transit too. The whole state of Tennessee shut down. This whole area didn't get mail for five days, four days. Nothing. Not U USPS, not FedEx, not UPS, nothing. Um, and what it sounds like is UPS, uh UPS is stacked at all their distribution facilities. So their their final Uh, where it gets put on the truck for delivery before the storm, before the storm, the local one here was over understaffed, I guess, understaffed and overworked. I guess they have um, they have more trucks than they have drivers from what it sounds like from uh, from hearing different things from different people that have investigated this what happened was remember the whole big ups uh, strike and potential strike and settlement and all that and ups capitulated to the union and bumped their ra- bump their pay and bump their wages or bump their uh, benefits and all that and then they just put everybody to part time so they don't have enough people to deliver the shit that they are supposed to deliver so some eyewitness um, some eyewitness observations, it appears that all the local UPS transfer facilities have trucks sitting there full of packages and no one to deliver them, and that's why they say out for delivery every day. So they've literally been scanned and put on the truck as if they were going to be delivered, and they're just sitting on the truck waiting to... Um, waiting to uh get delivered pickle says, drop the piss test get more drivers it's not about that it's they they have applications they won't pay anybody the new wage that the union uh roped them into basically the, the union got them to increase wages and benefits and they said okay well we're going to spend the same amount of money on labor whether you want a uh, hundred guys to get it or 75 guys to get it that's what we're going to spend uh rewilder life says my nephew drives for them and my brother-in-law retired from there he's working 50 hours a week so not sure about the part-time thing yeah but he's working 50 hours a week but they cut a 40 hour a week guy and added 10 hours to him that's still a negative 30 delivery hours like that And they also they also I think um, they're probably manipulating the who's eligible for benefits thing. Dixon says you said at Union they'll screw anything up. You know, I mean, that's that's what it came to. And then they said, so the way the way I heard it and this was before this backup, this was back in uh, this was back in October, November, when when somebody else I know was having issues with this same distribution facility for UPS. Basically it was right after the, the, the strike and all of that, they said, um, basically UPS said, yeah, we're going to, we're going to keep, we're just going to drop the labor force and you'll get your packages. When you get them, we're only going to deliver to this area on two days a week or three days a week. And the other two are just is what it is. Um, and we'll do this. We'll continue to do this until enough people complain. Or Amazon complains, or we're just going to do this until somebody pitches a big enough fit that we have to change it. So basically, suck it. We're going to suck until you say we can't suck it this bad anymore. Hmm. Jim says piss tests aren't going to go anywhere. Insurance liability is what drives that, no pun intended. Uh, state of Washington just um, just outlawed um, your uh, piss test for anything except uh, safety critical jobs. What is under Brian uh, out there? You know, you've read into that. What is what is under safety critical is um, is DOT? Because I'm sure I'm sure UPS need you need a DOT, uh, at least a DOT health card, if not a, a CDL of uh, some sort to drive UPS truck. I don't know what the weight is on those. I know we were just under, I only needed a health card. I didn't need um, a health card, a physical. I never had to take a UA to get my DOT health card for um, being a service deck because our our vehicle was uh, just under the weight limit. Still had to pull into scales, uh if I had a trailer, uh things like that, but um yeah, I don't know. Um yeah. Hunter said I looked to join a union, I'd bring home less with dues and fees, yeah. <laughs> Rachel says my hubby's work is trying to force him to program and run several machines instead of hiring. Uh, Her husband is a machinist, right? Machinist like a CNC machinist Um, hubby's work. You have to pass a piss test and a math test. So you got a very limited uh, work pool there, Rachel. (laughs) and chris dixon says it unions have outlived their usefulness they are just rape and pillage organizations that drive costs through the roof and that just filters down to the end user yep um i've i've had my go-arounds with union union shops union jobs uh i opt out as many times as possible uh minnesota you could the the kicker in minnesota was fantastic uh, I worked for a place that was uh Teamsters. We were Teamsters, it was concrete place. Um <laughs> just said the Teamsters were really good at taking my money, but they never represented me. Yeah, so I worked at a concrete uh pre pre-fab, pre-stressed concrete panel is what we made. Basically, if you looked at a building, um most of the most of the like strip mall constructions, shit like that is is pre-fab annals. So we made those. We were Teamsters. Um because we were trucking industry, I don't know, I guess. Uh but anyway, you had two options. You could either pay the union dues. You could pay the union dues um and get the benefits. <laughs> the benefits. Or you could opt out and pay and still have to pay you had to pay. It was less, but you still had to pay. But then you didn't get represented by them and you didn't get a chance to, you didn't have an opportunity to uh, vote in any of their stuff or do anything. Uh, basically, you just had to pay them to have a job. And I was like, wait, what? Uh, well, I guess I'll pay the higher one and actually get to be able to say something. Um, <laughs> Rewilder re- says I'm forming a union and filing a complaint against my boss. I wonder if you could get a hundred percent of the 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 required percentage of the workforce to to approve the union so while I was at the union job two 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 things um that that kind of stuck out to me one, they wanted me to be union steward. And I was talking to the guy that was retiring, um, that he, <sighs> they wanted me to do this job. And I was like, so what, what do you do? Cause you got free union dues. It's the only reason I was considering it So like, I didn't have to pay. Like, what do I have to do to, um, what do I have to do to, be these union steward. Like what are my responsibilities? Cause uh, free dues would be possibly worth it. He's like, well you go in and when somebody has a problem or a grievance or this, he was like, you represent them in the meeting. And I was like, okay. He's like, you know, if somebody, if so, they're going to fire somebody, if they're going to get rid of them, you go in, you try to save their job. And I was like, okay. Um, and I said, I couldn't handle that. I couldn't handle that because they wanted me to go in and fight for somebody's job that I probably felt like they should have been fired anyway. They'd been late numerous times, they'd missed work, they'd do whatever. And I'm supposed to go in and save their job. And like that wasn't worth the 40 bucks a paycheck or whatever stupid amount of money they were taking from me. Good morning, Joe Blakesley. How are we doing? Big show last night on, um, uh, on, um, Toolman Tim's workshop, beating the meat around or throwing the meat around or something. You and you and Kyle and Tim were beating your meat together. Uh, but that was one thing they want to be the union steward. I was like, yeah, I can't do that. I can't do that. Uh, they did, they did convince me to be on the contract negotiating side for the union, uh, one time. Cause I, I went through one, one contract negotiation, impossible strike. And I was like, well, I mean, sure, I'll go to the meetings. I'll hear what I'll hear how this goes down. I will hear how this goes down. And so the mind numbing things, the, the, the things that the, the people that were fighting for my paycheck, the things that they were concerned with just, just absolutely blew my mind. And the things that the 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 company would throw at them, and they were like, "Oh, that sounds great." Um, example was like, "Oh, we're gonna give everybody, um, we're gonna give everybody a fifteen cent an hour raise this year, a fifteen cent an hour raise next year, and a ten cent an hour raise." And it was a three year contract. In the third year of the contract, and I'm like, "Wait, okay." First of all you do realize what 15 cents an hour like rolls out to. And then after the union dues take their cut, um, what that actually takes home in the pocket of people. Right. That Like that, that is like, you might as well just not give us anything. And, uh, and they're like, whoa, 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 whoa. We, we really want a quarter, but they won't give us a quarter. And I'm like, all right. All right. I said, second of all, why are we doing, why are we doing flat raises? Why are we doing 10 cents? Everybody gets 10 cents, uh, 10 cents an hour. And they're like, what do you mean? I said, well, why wouldn't we do a percentage raise? Because me, we had five levels of employment at this place. And you know, the union, you all have to fit in a box. Like you can't, you have to like qualify for a different wage. Um, so we had five levels And they ranged everywhere from like $12 an hour to $24 an hour. And I'm like, so if we get 10 cents an hour, the guy that makes $12 an hour is making a hell of a lot better raise this year than the guy that makes $24 an hour. Why wouldn't we do 3% across the board and everybody gets the same raise if you want to be equal? They're like, no, 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 no. It's equal. We're all getting the same raise. We're all getting a 10 cents an hour raise. And I'm like, all right. So at that point, I just banged my head on the table a little bit and sat there and listened to this whole thing and realized that I needed to find another job. It was, it was interesting. It was an interesting meeting. <laughs> Chris Nixon says... When I was uh when I was in town council I got removed from the collective bargaining committee. <laughs> oh Pip wants to know if I tried to teach the UAW. This was Teamsters. I mean, the it was blatantly obvious if you if you didn't realize that the the union rep so not the union steward, the shop steward, but the the shop stewards next level rolled into this place on a daily, semi-daily, like every two or three days he'd roll in, uh, in a brand new pickup truck, and it was always brand new, um, maybe twice a year, maybe once a year, but always brand new, high end, uh, um, the the full leather, the the best, the high package you could get. And when you talk to him, he didn't have a job other than union stuff. <laughs> Gingerman says, if my boss offered me a 10 cents a raise, I would tell him to keep it and fix his garbage equipment. Yeah, I mean, but that was the thing. It wasn't. It wasn't the boss wasn't telling me it was the union saying, Hey, here's your new pay schedule. <coughs> the work truck that never seemed dirty and paid for. It had it had awesome teamster graphics on the side. <laughs> Hunter says, What's the hell is the difference? My grandma was a teamster. <laughs> oh uh, yeah he didn't own it james says if he he didn't buy that truck he bet if he ran the plate it belonged to the team i'm sure it did i'm sure it did i'm sure it did and then it was always like back when i was in that position um i was pretty political at the time like conservative uh, raw raw you know vote for the right blah blah Um, And it it was infuriating to watch the union take my dues and give it to Democrat candidates for um, political fundraising. That's another thing. Like if you, if even if you participate in the, in this, in the shit show, um, having, and even if you don't having them give part of your wage, to someone that you disagree with is it, it's it's just gross, it's gross. <laughs> oh, what's on the list? I didn't have unions on the list. <laughs> we got new stairs coming. Oh uh, toilet toilet. Let's talk about the toilet guys. Uh, just a quick question. Corey and I Corey sent me a video this weekend uh, sent me a video this weekend of a girl doing a tour in a in a camper um we we're always looking at camper ideas we're always looking at what's what's out now because by the time we can afford it it'll probably be now's model a few years from now Uh, so we're looking at at, at kind of what's laid out now this girl was doing a, a tour of this camper And she got to the bathroom and it had this enormous shower in it. The bathroom looked big. The whole thing looked really spacious, even though it was a smaller, uh, a smaller camper. Um, It. She showed the toilet. And this stuck out to me. And Corey asked, too. She she asked me, she's like, did that look funny? The toilet was in the room. Diagonal. But not, like, in the corner diagonal. It was, like, in the middle of the room, kind of kicked out to the side. And I understand what they were doing. It was for the for more space, um, I guess. And keeping it so there was more space to walk past it, but you still had elbow room. I'm not sure. But I felt that it would not sit well with my brain not having the toilet square in the room because everything else in the room was square. like the the countertops, the shower, it was all like a, a relatively square room. The shower ran on one on one side, the sink and the countertop ran on the other side. And then here sat the toilet kind of askew almost in the middle of the room. And I looked at it and I don't know if I could do it. I think it would hurt my brain to go in there all the time and sit on a crooked toilet. Not just a little. I mean, this was probably at a 30 degree angle out into the room. I don't know. Could you, could you use that? Is that something that, um, that is, that is, is um... Chris says, maybe it was a revolving toilet. (laughs) Maybe it was like a circus ride you got on and it, 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 it went back and forth like a windshield wiper. <laughs> Pip says it's very unfung shui. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Could you do it? Could you do it? Is that something that you could, uh, you could live with? I just looked at it and it, it's kind of stuck in my head that now, I mean, if we had a toilet in a camper we bought we would pull it out and we could set the set the composting any way we wanted it but now i feel like i have to i have to look at that like why would that why would that be i don't know maybe that's the new style Pickle or uh, msu rifle says i'd have to sit and ponder it <laughs> pickle p says if you shit in the dark do you know which way you're facing um I, I I mean, you got to turn the light on to get in the right position, don't you? You end up sitting on the floor. Sitting and shitting on the floor. <laughs> Hunter says my autism showing happens. <laughs> It happens every once in a while. Uh, James James was commenting earlier uh, this week, and I put up my third uh, third week report for Amazon influencers. I'm doing a weekly report that comes out every Sunday, uh, reviewing the previous week uh, of uh, of my progress with the Amazon influencer program. And uh, he said, "Average guy, yeah, right," or something to that effect. And I was like, "Well, wait, I don't know." I don't know. Is he bashing me saying that? Yeah, right. You're not even close to average or, um, yeah, you're, you're definitely above average. And I love the fact that when I read the comments in this chat, uh, I don't know which way they're talking about. (laughs) Pickle P says Helen Keller's house must've been a mess. I don't even I don't even want to go down that dirty road um, <laughs> but anyway got that uh, got the week three video out uh, it's going well it's going well Amazon influencers is going well uh, it got tough here uh, with the weather. I chatted about it with Corey this weekend um, it's very content creation video production is tough in the camper. Um, if you think about when you record a video, how far you need the camera away, um, to get like a larger object in, and I am a larger object just, just to start, like I'm larger person to, to film or video, I guess it's not film anymore. I want to say that all the time, but it's, it's video, um, make videos of, products it it gets it gets daunting inside here so a lot of my videos are outside uh and if you didn't notice we had a shitload of cold weather uh that i wasn't going to be doing videos outside and that it rained all last week so that is really um that is really slowed down video production and then I got a double whammy over the last two weeks is I'm waiting on, like I said, the six packages from, from, uh, from Amazon, both stuff that I needed to order and, and stuff that products that that companies are sending me to do videos on. And those were what was on my list to do for videos. And I just, they didn't show up. They didn't show up. So it's been a slow couple of weeks as far as video production, getting them up. But, um, it, 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 I, I don't know if it's hurt or uh, I know it obviously hasn't helped, but I don't know if it has hurt statistics. I don't know if they've gone down necessarily or just stayed stagnant. And I'm trying to determine over the long term by doing these reports is if I get 100 videos up and then don't do any more um, <laughs> and don't do any more, do they just stay stagnant at uh, a certain amount of uh, revenue or is it a you need to continually make new videos to keep making the same amount of money i don't know i i don't know the answer to that and that's that's one of the things i'm looking to find out you can check out the playlist you can check out the amazon influencer uh, average Guy does Amazon Influencer Weekly Reports. They come out every Sunday. Like I said, I got three of them. I plan on doing it hopefully through the first year. I don't know if it'll end up being weekly after we get a few months in or if um, or if it'll just end up being monthly. But right now I'm planning on doing 52 episodes this week or this week, this year. <laughs> I'm planning on doing uh, one every week to see how it goes. And it's going well. Uh, one thing I did mention before last week, is, um, I qualified to get, um, good morning, John. I don't know if I said good morning, John. <laughs> I saw it. I saw your message and, uh, I don't know if I ever said it. I, I routinely asked Corey if I said it out loud or not. Um, and she asked me the same cause we think things and then we just don't say them. But, um, anyway, going into January, I was, um, is the first month i was available uh uh eligible eligible that's the word eligible for uh a bonus program through amazon so i've explained it um before but basically i'm in two different amazon things two different amazon buckets one is uh the links that i i post in like the show notes and, the blog posts and things like that. And I'm going to post one up general, general Amazon link in the, in the chat right now. That's, um, that's off Amazon is, is how it's referred to in their tracking. And then there's on Amazon, which is the, the stuff that I'm doing with the videos, the recent new stuff that I started in January, the off Amazon I've been doing for five or six years. um, and it is what it is. It's not a whole lot of money, guys. For how long I've been doing it, it is tr- it is ticking up, which is is cool. Um, but the off Amazon, I qualified for a bonus program this month. I've hit the bottom level. Appreciate guys all the all the um, orders uh, orders that you guys do through my links. It it all helps and uh, and pushes towards that. About two hundred bucks away from the second level. as in shipped revenue, shipped item revenue. And so that ends on Wednesday. I imagine orders today and possibly tomorrow would get in in that January January reporting period. So if you got to do some shopping today, if you're thinking about it, if you're already doing it, I don't need you to go buy a bunch of shit that you don't need uh, or you weren't going to buy anyway. But if you're buying on Amazon today, or possibly tomorrow, or every day in the future, but especially today or tomorrow, uh, hit that link and um, maybe I'll hit that second level of, um, of bonuses. And just to let you know, the bonus is like forty bucks. Awesome, awesome. Appreciate I appreciate all the help. I appreciate all the help. Amazon uh, Amazon really really is a is a generous employer, guys. <laughs> uh yeah other than that let's uh let's see one uh one thing left on the list here. uh survival bracelets survival bracelets Corey and i uh, uh well, I guess it was me probably five or s- five or six years ago shortly after we moved to the farm uh i w- i got uh I wanted to make some of these. you can kind of see it if you're watching the watching the live stream, but uh this survival bracelet paracord survival bracelet uh ordered a bunch of little little gadgets and uh stuff to to weave into there there's like a fishing kit fire starters all sorts of stuff uh feral rod there all sorts of of cool stuff (laughs) Chris Dixon says maybe the union can negotiate a better wage for you um yeah (laughs) yeah um So this you can see is all messed up. It's not a bracelet. When I made it, I didn't make it long enough and it wouldn't make the curve to clasp. I made one of these. I made a similar one for Corey that didn't have a bunch of stuff in it. And uh, basically this is lived on my backpack. I clipped it on, you know, the the little loop on the top of your backpack you used to hang it on a hook. This has been clipped on it for since I made it because it won't fit on my wrist. It's just awkward uh and all the stuff got packed away when we went on the road i threw it in in with our craft um says i have a jig for making those so do i do so do i so do i do <laughs> uh i threw all the stuff that went into these all the the little kit stuff to make the kits and i um i just threw it in with our craft stuff you never know when you're going to need fishing hooks or leaders or shit like that um And so the other day I had bought paracord to do another project and the other project didn't really work out. And I had a hundred feet of paracord. So I decided that I'm going to mess around with it again. This one was the first attempt and it's all wonky. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't quite right. I still had to do some troubleshooting I made uh this one that doesn't have any uh supplies in it. This is just a uh, I guess it does. It's got paracord. Paracord in itself is pretty supply. Uh but then I nailed it. I I was able to do one here and get that and get the right length that it actually curves around and clips. But this is a pretty interesting interesting bracelet um I was thinking about the stuff that's in it. So this, right, this has about 20 to 25 feet of paracord. It's got this buckle, which includes a safety whistle, a ferro rod um, there, and a striker, which is also a, um, uh, it's got a blade on it. I don't know if I can get it to focus. It's got a blade on it. Uh, two fire starters in here the blackbeard fire starters both eight hours in length you can you can break them up and use them multiple times uh also a fishing kit in there with uh like 15 feet of braided line a couple of uh, eight inch leaders, some swivels some number six hooks some split shot sinkers oh man there's other stuff in there so it was pretty cool it was pretty cool um so that was fun that was fun. Um, and I think I'm going to make some more. I, I have a, a couple more uh, lengths of paracord that I can make another couple of these. I still have some of the, the kit stuff to make more uh, fishing kits and things like that. Uh, and I don't know, Rachel posted in the group overnight. So I posted a picture of it and she's saying that they don't make the stuff small enough for women. And I can see why, um, to get them to bend around. It's really hard. She says uh, a bracelet ain't gonna work if she wants anything in it. Yeah, and she's wondering if she maybe she needs a necklace. I was thinking about making um, like lanyard key lanyards, which I could double the the width, so everything that's in this ten inch um, bracelet, if it got folded over and it was twice as thick and five inches long. Um, and then it it wasn't it didn't need to be wrapped around like a bracelet. it could just be straight like a keychain um a keychain um a choker <coughs> uh let me see you catch up <laughs> Chris Dixon says we need ankle bracelets for the ladies with tracking device, <laughs> oh no. Pip says uh paracord keychains are hit too, used to make dragonfly paracords. Yeah. Um, uh, so I'm just messing around with it. I have that, I have that jig, like James mentioned, and just thinking of different ways to spend evenings making making products. Um, and I don't know necessarily if I'm going to list them out, if they're just gonna be in a stockpile for places uh like going to SRF and having a table things like that just have stuff to throw out on the table i don't know i don't know yet we uh we're just kind of messing around with it and um pip says he posted a heart necklace pick in telegram yeah we'll see we'll see we'll see what happens i uh i i actually have um i had a paracord company pop up on my um a paracord company pop up on my available companies for partnerships in one of the the services I use. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it all ties together. Anyway, guys, it is an hour in the shows kind of went a little sideways this morning. I had fun talking with you guys and, and hanging out. We'll get back to it tomorrow morning. But I appreciate everyone listening. If you enjoyed the show, if you, it's always free to hit that like, that thumbs up, the share, the subscribe. Uh, to return value to value to me, please consider joining one of the YouTube membership tiers or listening on any Value for Value platform like Podverse, Wavelake, or Fountain.fm. You can visit thelotsproject.com, which is having a lot of updates and new pages, um, uh, new pages <laughs> added uh, as I can get them done. And to find information about me, all my links, all my social medias, and how to get a hold of me, just go, like I said, to thelotsproject.com. It's Monday, guys. Get into it. Enjoy your week. And, uh, and start it off right. Start that week off right, and we'll circle back, and we will talk to you on Tuesday.